Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels and thank you for listening. I stuttered there. I didn't know what I was going to say. I was staring at my kitchen sink and it was dripping and I have no clue what's going on, but I'm so glad you're here. Happy Memorial Day. Hey, uh, Mouse War shirts. We talked we about them. them. We talked about them. Boom. They're made. They are our wonderful artist who's done everything for us. Jess Saxon put two little mouse in civil, <laughs> civil war type gear. I'm going to say mice. Mice, that's probably right. What did I say? Two mouse? Two mouse. Jeepers, shoot me in the head. Well, if we ever have deer wars or moose wars, you're going to be right on the money. That's true. They're at middleofsomewherepodcast.com. <laughs> middleofsomewherepodcast.com. And here's the thing. We, you know, we, we, we're trying to keep, we did a search. I did a search for how much other podcasts are charging for t-shirts. We tried to keep them cheaper than everybody else's. That was our goal. We, we care about you. A medium amount. So we tried to keep them cheaper. <laughs> a lot of shirts out there, 29, 30 bucks. Oh, that's a We've lot. Been under that. We went yeah. Under so, that. so hit middle of somewhere podcast.com if you want a Mouse Wars t shirt. Thank you for listening. Happy Memorial Day. Let's begin. Let's begin. Hey, everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. It is another beautiful Monday morning. It is Memorial Day, and across from me, who I like to remember every day, is Cy Amundsen. Hello! Happy Memorial Day! It's the good one. It's, there's two Monday holidays. There's Memorial Day and there's Labor Day, and this is the one that's the best and the other one sucks all the dicks in the world. <laughs> Why is that? God, I hate fall. I hate the end of summertime. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. For I sure. just, Labor Day, if Labor Day was a person, I'd throw rocks at it. I just, I just hate it so much. <laughs> it is weird because there's a golf tournament here uh, and it's the end of the year tournament where you partner up and there's a big Calcutta where everyone goes out and bets on the teams the week before. It's very fun. Ooh. But when it's over... It's like on your drive home, it starts getting colder, leaves yeah. start falling off trees. It's very strange. It's like that moment. Is the trophy just a noose? Because that the would make a lot of sense. <laughs> it's just at sleeping pills so you can hibernate through the winter. I hate fall and winter so much. Also, I don't know that it's an official holiday, but the state of Minnesota started to open again this week. That's true. And half, I saw half open, yeah. Half open. And I, I just saw a lot of teenagers hanging out together. Like right. a lot of a lot of teenagers on walks and parks and in cars. So I I assume this past week Minnesota set a new state record for fingering. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's hands have just been pent up. And so I I think moving forward, <laughs> May 18th, was it? Was that Monday? Monday, May yep. 18th, moving forward, that should be uh, state fingering day. I've put it in my calendar <laughs> with three separate reminders. <laughs> Speaking of fingering, my sister has three kids. <laughs> Boo. Hey, what do you mean? I know that's how the kids got there, but there's too much. There's too much for people to parse through. Nope. It's just like, that's how it starts. And here we are. Yep. My sister, she is turning 40 tomorrow. Oh, the big four zero. Big four zero. And uh, she came to stay with me at the cabin. She has uh, three children. She has uh, an eight-year-old and two six-year-old sons. Yep. 
And uh, the sons are twins, of course. Yeah. God, that would be a really funny. I know. That would be a really, really, <laughs> really funny otherwise. <laughs> and they were triplets and I killed one of them. Yeah. And we're working. No. So they came to stay. And the first thing the kids do is they get out of the car and they start climbing up my sister's car. She has a Chevrolet Traverse, which is an SUV. And they're on the roof and they're stomping on it. And I look at my sister and I go, you going to tell them to get off your car? And she goes, nope. And I go, oh, uh, how come? And she goes, well, they like it. I just like to have them be free spirits. And then my head exploded. I could feel <laughs> it. I heard something in the middle of my brain pop. And I thought, this is going to be a long six days. because. And she goes, well, what does it matter? It's not your car. Because I said, you're letting them stomp around on a $28,000. I mean, I'm assuming Blue Book, it's twenty eight grand for yeah, this car. Yeah, do your research, absolutely. And so I said, "What? Do you, I don't understand why you're letting them do that. It gives it, it makes nothing have value. And she goes, well, you know, free spirit. And I just like, okay. So I go, all right, great. And she said, what does it matter to you? And then yesterday, as the kids were jumping on my beanbag boards, I said... <laughs> Yo, fucko, <laughs> this is what it has to do with me. Your children, they think they can jump on everything because you've let them jump on the most expensive thing they have. Your children are free-spiriting my shit. Knock it off. Those were $80. Hey, uh, parents, future parents, if you want to assure you don't get invited anywhere, raise your kids to have free spirits. <laughs> I'm like, listen, there is no doubt in my mind that I have part of Asperger's. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's no you, because... You, at the very least, you have puzzle Asperger's. Yeah, well, I have... Uh, How do you when, feel about puzzles? Do you like puzzles, Chad? <laughs> when I When plans change unexpectedly, I may as well hold my nose and stomp around in a circle. Yeah. I can't... And I'm a 45-year-old man. I can't stand that shit. Mm -hmm. It drives me absolutely crazy. So this is this is big for me. This is like having three. I'm training a puppy, right? Mm -hmm. Which, by yep. the way, fucking adorable. Of course. I'm, I'm training Poe. And uh, I finally get him to stop biting this morning using toys and using like the stuff I've learned on videos. And then my niece comes over with her jacket sleeve that has zippers on it, pulls her hand into it like she's missing a hand. And then shakes the little, the end of it at my dog. And it starts biting her again. And here we fucking go. So I say. Free spirit. I'm going to tell you, these free spirits are going to get me kicked out of my neighborhood at the lake because <laughs> I keep my windows open and everyone heard me spaz three separate times yesterday. <laughs> three separate times. I don't swear, but I have a great uncle voice and it is loud and boomy and sound travels over water. If they... <laughs> Free spirit, like um, raising your kids to be free spirit. There's no way if you raise two boys and you think they're free spirits, I promise you those boys are going to dump in a girl like raw the first chance they get. <laughs> those are teenagers who will never use condoms. And I hope she enjoys raising some free spirit grandbabies because she's how <laughs> she's 40 now. She's going to yeah, be doing that 40. at 48. <laughs> These are the Wiener High Five twins for yep. those of you who have listened. 
And why don't for those of you for those of you who haven't, do you want to just recap that? Because I don't go back to the beginning. I'm sick of these lazy assholes jumping in the middle. No, of course. So my sister's twins, my twin nephews, were taking a bath one day, and my sister was like, "What in the world is going on in there?" One time she went in there, and one was bent over with spread butt cheeks, and the other one was trying to figure out what a butthole was, <laughs> and that makes total sense. Yeah, so it's a hole that you can't see yourself. And when you're a kid, you're like, what are you keeping there, man? It's how you learn. And if you're going to really learn that where your free spirit is located, (laughs) I think that your twin is perfect to look at your own butthole. I mean, it makes sense. He's got to have one. He's got to have the exact same thing. Exactly. So he's checking out the B hole. And then one other time they tore out of the bathtub and one was downstairs, one was upstairs. And then as they were crossing on the stairs, they turned and just go, wiener high five and slap dicks. <laughs> or touched, I would assume at this point they're touching. Dicks. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you, you're, those free spirits have some honking free spirits for little <laughs> kids if they can slap them around. <laughs> now, everyone who's ever heard me talk about my sister in a real way knows that I love her the most. She is absolutely fantastic and I admire the hell out of her. It's just sometimes it can be overwhelming to add three little children when you're not used to it. Oh, I get it. And I, you know, I don't have any children in my house, but you know, my sister Emily is visiting right now. Oh, right. Yeah. So she's been here. She just left. Actually, she had been here for three weeks and uh, no, she didn't bring any of her children. She she also has three children. Yeah. Technically, she has like fucking five children. That's a story for another day. Sure. Lots of free spirits. So she was here and she was really helpful. But also as annoying as three kids are, I don't know if you've ever been around a because I won't say her exact age, but it's somewhere in the 40s. Okay. And she sure gets emotional during TV on a level <laughs> that I have never seen. I've never seen anything like it. And you got to understand, I'm the sort of guy who multiple times a week, Jenna comes down to find me watching a rerun of a Grey's Anatomy episode I have seen. And I am, there's, there's a little mist going on. Well, so, there, there will be times where I will drink one night, drink alcohol, and then I watch like a commercial where a dad's dropping his kid off at college yeah. and yeah. then a shoe box opens up and it's like these little notes that he's left. And it's like, I will cry my eyes out. I've talked about this before. I will cry yeah. my eyes out at a commercial. Oh, I've done it. Yeah. I'll, I'll well up real hard at a commercial. You know, what's the worst thing that's been happening to me is I've been welling up at crowds, like at achievements. <laughs> Like that I have no connection to. It started when I, I started noticing it at like some sporting events. Like they, I was watching because they're showing old sporting events. Right. So I'd see somebody hit like a big shot at the end of the game. Like in that Michael Jordan documentary, mm-hmm. I was like, why, why do I feel this way? And then I watched like some of these fictional graduations. Like yeah. they're not fictional. They're obviously tech, but you know, like video sure. graduations and people are finishing their speeches and I'm like, I'm going to die. Like I am, I'm fun. <laughs> so... I say, uh, if you've ever seen, there's a there's a uh, Olympic moment where a racer falls down, and his dad comes out of the crowd to help him, and as he's trying to pick him up, I'm getting emotional right now. As he's trying to pick him up, <laughs> the guy like shoes him away because he thinks he's an official trying to get him off the track, and when he sees it's his dad, they both start weeping. 
and he basically carries him across the finish line, helps him. I will. Um, I'm gonna need four days without anyone in my life if I watch that video ever again. I was just gonna say, I think my eyeballs would just drop out of my head. It is so incredible. If you if you want to have a good cry, like if you feel pent up right now oh, and I you do. need to get that out, I would recommend uh, doing that. Just search Olympic Racer Falls Dad or something, and I bet it comes up, and it is awesome. My hope is that if people use those exact keywords. The first video they find is just a dad screaming at his Olympian son for failing. <laughs> I actually, I set this up so people would search that. And it's just that uh, black guy with a huge dick. <laughs> wood. They call him Wood. So all that being said is you, you and I are incredibly, pathetically at times, emotional men. Sure. So I need you to know what it means when I say my sister has been so ridiculous. So uh, she and my wife were watched the the Michelle Obama becoming documentary on Netflix. Okay. And I came downstairs into the living room and she was crying during the opening credits. <laughs> is and this a menopause thing do you think? No, no. Okay. I think this is uh, and I don't want to tell you where she's at with the menzies okay. because i think that's super inappropriate of course but not that was my tell. that was my first question sure. <laughs> and she she didn't care for it but she i think what it is is so she used to be my sister emily who you've met uh, a bunch of times right and, and i'd like to jump in here and just quickly say that you know when olivia is uh, emotional i don't ever say oh period coming on because yeah. people are allowed to be emotional whenever they want to be but you're talking about a situation where you're seeing your sister more emotional tv shows so you're you, something's going on you're wondering what it is okay yeah so she and when i think it is so she became a mom so she she didn't have kids for a really long time mm -hmm. and then in her 40s her and her husband adopted kids yeah and so the moment that happened she used to like she was like a roller derby uh girl and so she like amazing. she was like a badass doctors without borders around the world listen to cool music she's like an interesting lady and then the moment she had kids she's still like fun and funny and everything but she just became a fucking cheese ball wrapped in 10 other cheese balls and like <laughs> dude all all the last three weeks anything anytime a parent and a child were on screen together if you just looked at her fucking waterworks like we were watching some terrible show called madam secretary and like <laughs> a kid just comes in and goes mom and you just look over at emily and she's just fucking destroyed which is it, it it's it is it's pretty on brand though because i have sure. two older i have two older sisters and i, I because emily you know emily and janine are their names yeah, they and Janine's the oldest and Emily's the youngest. And Janine is, or Emily is the more sentimental, more quiet together. I guess the best way I could explain it is Janine and I are a lot alike, where we're both very loud. And so people don't like us. <laughs> whereas free my, spirits. Whereas we are free spirits. Whereas my brother Greg and my sister Emily are very similar, where they're very quiet. And so people don't realize they don't like them, right? And so, <laughs> but they it's, Emily is so funny because she very rarely like wiles out. Sure. Like I've seen her probably drunk twice in her life. And, and one of them was with you actually, because yeah. you remember when we did punchline punch out? Yep. 
So we we did this thing called Punchline Punch Out with Andy Erickson, which was like a comedy competition. My sister was in town. And so we brought my sister, both my sisters and a bunch of family to the show. And I anytime my sister Janine comes to a show, because she's the one who's like, hey, we got a bunch of beers. We're going to drink right. them and then go fight a nun. Like that's, <laughs> she's the one I'm worried about. Like if she yeah. came to the comedy club, like I always used to be like, she'll be the one who stops and usher like, hey, Cy used to call his penis the pee finger. You're like, what does that even mean? You're like, <laughs> when he was eight, you're like, so I'm always worried. And she has always been incredible at shows. My sister Janine has been a star. She yeah. fucking keeps her shit together. We let my sister Emily come to one show and you would have thought she was she was on set for fucking Magic Mike for half the people on set. She wooed so much, she lost her fucking mind. Cy uh. so invited most of his family to Punchline Punch Out, and I still beat him. It was embarrassing. To tell you how much people don't like Cy. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> what you did, that was an ultimate con. Because so for people who don't know, it's a competition. There were five people on each team, and you'd play a different person each night. You'd get one topic... Like the topic would be garage. And so you had to write five minutes of jokes about garage. Sure. And then the other person does and the audience decides the winner. And the day we are playing the final round, it's Chad versus I. And I believe the topic was space. Yes, it was. And that morning, Chad asked myself and David Huntsberger and I believe Mike Cronin if we wanted to go play sports and I'm competitive. So all day we played sports and hung out and he made numerous references to how we should just blow writing off. And I bought it hook, line and sinker. I let the prostitute into my hotel room as a professional athlete, believing she really loved me. And somewhere in that day, you fucking acted like a grown up and you wrote the best set about space anyone's ever written. And I got <laughs> embarrassed. It was shocking. How embarrassing it was. Now, granted, I had cheated all week. All week, all I did was shout my jokes. And, I, you know, the louder you are, the more people respond. That's the focus of my comedy. Uh, but, yeah, I really got dicked on that one. Well, keep in mind, that all happened. I tricked you after you dunked when we were playing basketball. And then I was like, well, I can't do that. So I'm going <laughs> to lie to him about writing. That's fair. That's probably fair. <laughs> I was driving in today and I heard the lyric from Kid Rock in the Sheryl Crow Kid Rock song. Picture. Yeah. Sheryl Crow and Kid Rock's hit song, Picture. That's exactly right. And he says, I ain't seen the sun sunshine in three damn days. In three damn days. Which means he's tired. He's He has to, he lives at night. He's up all night sleeping during I the day. I guess it's probably alcoholism related. Well, that's what I thought too. But after further review, I think Kid Rock just got a puppy <laughs> because I also have not seen the sunshine in three damn days. Is it keeping you up? Post keeping you up at not, night? Not really. I mean, he's like, he's so dang cute that I just don't care. I mean, I know, listen, I understand you have to train a puppy. I understand all that stuff. So I'm not saying he's getting away with stuff because he's cute, but uh, I am the most tired I've been in several years. Yeah. Oh, see, I can't. That's that's why we rescued Kevin at an age where it's like, fuck it. He sleeps like everything sure. out. Like he might shit everywhere. He might be allowed. To, <laughs> we might have to re-give this dog up. We got Kevin knowing I knew when we got him. I was like, Jenna, just, so you know, 
I'm not all in on this. This is a this is a real tr- this is a real possible catch and release situation. I can happening. feel middle of somewhere fans heads exploding right now and they we're just recording this so they're not even listening right now but I can feel an energy in the universe that is not great because no one would ever let you get rid of free from free from Kevin the candle in the wind (laughs) (laughs) the here's the thing that people are going to be so bummed out because i i do think i love kevin a lot my dog and i do think he's great and i talk about him a lot i think a lot of people have made the misconception that i am like some gung-ho dog person so i get a lot of messages from people assuming you know, oh man, he's going to love this dog stuff. And I do not. <laughs> I I really do not. And when my next album comes out, if I don't completely retire from comedy, the fans of this show are going to be treated to what is about an 11 minute bit about how I hate the way dog people act. And I think it's going to be a real knife to the heart. <laughs> oh, interesting. Because I oh, love you Kevin. Know what? I've seen that bit. It's a it's yeah. a fantastic bit. It's so yeah. funny for you and me. Yeah, it's good for us. Well, I'm even a dog guy. I love I love dogs, but it's still you're right. I mean, there are certain people that are just complete jackasses when mm-hmm. it comes to like anyone that would go up to my sister, three kids in a cart at the grocery store, and just go, "I have a dog at home. I know what it's like." I mean, yeah, you're a fu- you're a psychopath, right, dude? I've can I. All I'm doing is watching TV. I know I say that every week, but well, then it, t- then it stands true. I mean, good for you. You're not lying. That's true. I'm an honest guy. Can I tell you my big my big things that came from TV this week? I would love it if you did. First and foremost, have you ever seen the show How to Get Away with Murder? Oh my God, no! And how <laughs> is that a real show? I mean, that seems like you shouldn't be able to do that. It's well, it's a scripted show. So it's from the creator of Grey's Anatomy and Scandal, Shonda Rhimes, who I, you know, you can call me corny all you want, but I will go out and I will go to war for Shonda Rhimes as one of the greatest television creators of all time. This woman is fucking magic. But How to Get Away with Murder is about a law professor who gets entangled with a bunch of her students in a murder plot. Interesting. Right? It is the lead character, Annalise Keating, is played by Viola Davis. Are you familiar? Yeah, she's, she's fantastic. Incredible. She's a, she's won an Oscar, a Tony, and an Emmy. What? Only black woman to ever do that. Yep. She's And here's the thing that, I, that has happened to me as I finished the show. And by the way, finishing a show that you love during quarantine is like a pet dying. Like, that's how sad it is. It's like I lost a best friend having a, sh- a binged show finish. Uh, yeah. But I realized I I am sexually attracted to 53-year-old Viola Davis. And it's a new experience for me because sure. she is not... I'm not saying she's an unattractive woman, but she is not TV model. You know, like when you think of like, hey, who's your celebrity crush? Right. You know, it's it's the the Halle Berry's of the world. Right. When when you think of the kind of beauty that society has put into our heads. Yes. Right. And so that is like this is the first time in my life 
that I have been attracted to talent. You know how that's a thing for, and I don't, I don't want to put people into categories here and sound like a sexist, but it happens more with women where they're attracted to power or talent and things like, and I've, and I am, I am all, I would love to be Viola Davis's sugar baby. I just, that super talented one, everybody's like, hey, did you look at, there's very talented Viola Davis and there's her hot little man piece, Cy Amundsen. And he cooks and cleans too. Yeah, she, I, fuck, I'm in. I, I just, I'm, I am die hard in love with 53-year-old Viola Davis. I probably shouldn't keep mentioning her age, but I, dude, No, I, is, I think, I think you're trying to drive a point home here, and I think it's. She is so talented. She it's is bonkers. unbelievable. Absolutely. Yeah. <sighs> I'm just very, very in love with her. Yeah, I mean, it just be like, can you read me this book now? <laughs> just, can you please do all the characters? This is so amazing. I love it so much. Be Annalise Keating. I'll turn around. I'll t- I'll be the one who turns around. I'll t- I'll turn. You go from behind. Whatever. I don't care. I love you. You know, you're uh, talking yeah. about 53. And how old are you? 35. I ask you this all the time. 35. Um, that's a big age difference. Yeah, is it? Well, you're actually taking 53 and 35. You're just kind of switching them, which is kind of yep. cool. But I just found that's out. Fun. I just found out my daughter, her boyfriend, is one full year older than her. God, I thought and, you were going to say 53. <laughs> and in the same grade. And I don't know how that works. Because I know I know she didn't skip a grade. I'm her dad. I'd remember that shit. Wait, so are you because your, your daughter just turned 16? She turned 16. And, and then, so he's 17. And then her boyfriend. Well, I, okay. Let me say this. But she, okay, she turned 16 in February. Mm-hmm. He turned 17 in May. Oof. Now that's still, I didn't realize you could be 17 and a sophomore without like legal problems or being dumb. Maybe you went to, maybe you went to junior high in Germany and then he came, you know, you never know. Is He's he, in he... junior high, you weirdo. <laughs> is 10th grade junior high in Fergus Falls? Oh, never mind. No, it isn't. Yeah. Sorry. I, okay. In my face. You know in what? In your face. I'm in flustered right face. now. I'm flustered right now because I didn't know you could do that. And it, uh. So Olivia and her boyfriend, I was like, yeah, they're 16. And she goes, no, he's 17. And I go, what's that now? Because eventually this isn't going to work. When you're 17 and he's 18, I don't know the laws about statutory stuff, but how does that go? Yeah, it's not ideal. I need documentation. Does he have any leather jackets? Oh, no. You know, I'm going to tell you something. He's such a good kid. He really Uh. is. Or and, he's really good at tricking dads. No, no, no. Because I have a maybe great, I need to take maybe I need to take him under my wing. I I have a great manipulation detector. Okay, good. Uh, and so what I like to do, you know, you know when you're fishing and you cast it out and the fish takes the hook and you let out more line, like yeah, that's like, right. You got Keep, away, buddy. Yeah. Swallow it deeper. Swallow it. Way deeper. to go. Put, put those hooks right in your stomach. Yeah, and that's what I like to do with people that are manipulating me i like to Mm -hmm. let them continue to do it and then finally just blow on their house of cards and watch it crumble it's one of my favorite things to do but this kid's a good kid i just need documentation of why he's 17 and a sophomore in high school yeah i mean you know and i I don't think we should take guesses because i feel like all my guesses are going to be really funny and really mean (laughs) well you do yours i'm going to do mine first i think that he comes from a large family Okay. And it it could have been that they had enough um, they had enough people around to help mm-hmm. out where he didn't have to go. Like Isaac's birthday's in July, but we sent him early 
because mm-hmm. I went early as well of daycare and stuff. So yeah. maybe maybe this guy had enough people around. Um, could have been he's a tremendous athlete. You know, oh, see, he, that was going to be my guess. His dad, his dad wanted to live vicariously through him. And he was a smart enough dad to know sure. that if his 17 year old was when if his kid graduated at 19, he's going to be whooping high school ass. Now, yeah. it's going to hurt him if he thinks he's going to go pro. Right. But high school and college, it's a good deal. Right. Yeah. I'm not sure that his dad's that kind of guy. I've talked to his dad several times and he, he seems like he's got his head on straight. But nope, I, t- I think that's exactly the kind of dad he is. <laughs> that is exactly, he probably owns the bank in town, moved there from another town. What about the witness protection program? Maybe Interesting. his witness protection program, and they just <sighs> fucked up a year. They just fucked up a year. Maybe wow. he's one of these Jump Street 21 kids. He's actually 23, and they just fucking, it, it could have been a paperwork issue. That's really interesting. This kid Thank took you. this kid took his shirt off to go paddleboarding, and I was like, "Put your goddamn shirt back on because I'm gonna need to take my shirt off sometime, and I don't want to feel bad about it." <laughs> That's the truth. Just a fucking rock monster. Uh, yeah, I'm interested in this. I'll tell you. I'll tell you a good way to make sure your daughter doesn't make a 17 year, or date a 17 year old if her dad and his friend talk about his physique on their podcast. <laughs> What's That'll this, take care of it. What's this one going to be called? Birth control? I do like the witness protection thing because there have been times where I've yelled his name and he hasn't turned around. Ooh. So that could be. Yeah, that could be. That leads to my two theories, which are, and I think they're both equal, uh, witness protection and dumb. <laughs> well, I don't, he's as a 4.0 grade point average as a sophomore, so it's pretty good Maybe stuff. he's using that hot body on his teacher. <laughs> I just, the moment you brought up a real human that's a minor in your town that you knew, I was going to slander him in every way possible to make you uncomfortable. I'm not uncomfortable at all. Maybe you got a couple teachers pregnant. Interesting. I have a lot I to just, talk to him I, about. I'm a big rumor guy. I'm a, I'm a big rumor guy. You would do really well where I live. Oh, I love it. Because we used to have a football coach at the college. His name was Lloyd Danzizen. And I remember one time at the college, it was so cold during the winter where this guy was like, oh, man, it's freezing today. And then by three o'clock, everyone thought Lloyd Danzizen was gay. And we were like, what is happening right now? That's absolutely true. Just because it rhymes. Because it rhymes. Because everyone said it's freezing today. And then it telephoned all the way to you hear about the football coach. And we were like, no. This town sucks. How is this happening? <laughs> it's freezing. It's freezing today. Hey, did you hear it's freezing today? Hey, did you hear somebody's freezing a gay? Hey, did you hear Coach Lloyd is squeezing gays? <laughs> it's it really. That's kind of how it happens around here. Dude, speaking of misinformation, the other thing, I I am not a big twenty four hour news guy. I think they all suck. Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, dumpsters. Sure. Some of them, maybe more than others. Sure. Uh, but I I don't care for any of them. So don't send me any of your messages. But when I turn, <laughs> we we have our TV through uh through Hulu Live. Okay. So like you turn it on, and it goes it, it like often randomly goes to a channel. Um, okay. And so it was on CNN. And CNN made me laugh accidentally twice. So it was some coronavirus show and it was like a questions and answers show. Like a town hall type thing? Yes, but no one in the audience, obviously. Okay. A couple doctors answering questions. It was actually informative. It was fine. Nothing wrong with the program, except across the bottom, 
there was a scrolling bar where they let people ask questions that they were just taking from Twitter and just throwing up there, which is a good idea because some of the questions, like I would say 25% of the questions are like, I do have that question. Can I get it from eating a sandwich if somebody else touched the sandwich? Good question. Right. Uh, But they didn't have anybody answering the questions. So (laughs) they were just throwing random internet questions up on there and like 70% of them were so fucking dumb and poorly written. They were like, does Corona be in hair? (laughs) (laughs) But then one came across the screen. So they, they cut away to Melania Trump. And this is, this is like the hardest I've laughed by myself, like back to back in a while. So right when she's on there, like they're like, and now we have a message from Melania Trump. And so they go to her and it's that pause before she starts talking. And right as it's paused there, a question flashes big on the screen. And what the person was trying to ask was, can you get coronavirus from public transportation? Yeah. And they just, they forgot the L. <laughs> so it just said <laughs> underneath the first lady, can you get a uh, coronavirus from pubic transportation <laughs> and my, my I, first i just thought about like you you know that little mucus guy that lives under your toenails uh yeah i just thought of one of those guys just swinging like george of the jungle from pube <laughs> to pube that was my first mental image and then my second mental image was actual pub pubic transportation just buses and shuttles and trolleys just made of pubes <laughs> And so I'm laughing at that and uh, having a really good time. I screenshot it, send it to my family. And then I'm just watching Melania Trump give this like prepared sentence. And before I say this, we don't talk politics on the show. What I'm about to say has nothing to do with any party or politics of any sort. But I was watching her talk and then it just hit me that I think the existence of Melania Trump is the funniest thing I can imagine. (laughs) And go with me. And I'm not saying she's not a a wonderful human or an intelligent. I don't know anything about her. But I do know she's very attractive. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And I do know that the person she's married to is less attractive than than her. Yeah. And Yeah, we could we could say that. And I like that's that's classic. Like we said, that's classic. And I'm sure somebody's going to say I'm sexist for saying this, but there is a long history of young, attractive women spending time with older, rich and powerful men because it's, you know, it's a it's a nice situation. Right. That's that's a story as old as time. And honestly, this week I started to understand that because if you put me in Viola Davis's house, I will do whatever she wants and so i'm watching this and but the thing with like the hot girl rich guy there's always like some price to pay right oh absolutely like anytime you're on instagram and you see like one of your friends's nieces and she's like 23 and she's with four of her other hot friends on a yacht like right somebody is dating the guy with the yacht and that and that means at some point she's probably having like dinner with his kids. Like there's a price <laughs> to pay. There's there's always a price to pay. And Melania Trump 
married a very rich and powerful real estate billionaire and 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 I will say I'm not saying that it never happens. I'm not saying that a 20 whatever year old doesn't meet a powerful 53 year old and get 5 years into it and think, "You know what? Even if he was poor and had nothing going for him, I I would not leave I love him so much." I'm not saying that never happens. Sure. But we're talking that's a small percentage. Okay. And so yeah, I would agree with that. In in the there's always something to pay. The idea that Melania Trump when she married the president, she probably knew like, hey, some of this stuff isn't going to be ideal. There's no way she <laughs> thought she was going to have to be the first lady of the United States <laughs> delivering this pre-rehearsed speech during a global pandemic. <laughs> and... She has a bit of an accent, so pubic transportation may have thrown her. <laughs> she just finishes it. And I saw the question below. Please, please trust me. Pubic transportation is bad. <laughs> Dude, I like I just think it is so fucking funny. Like, do you think she sits around and she's like, Well, this was a swing and a miss? <laughs> Do you know how some and I'm people- not and again I have my political opinions, sure. but I don't know why anyone who doesn't like I would never want to be the first man. I would never want to be married to the president. Let me no ask you this: What if Viola? Wait. What if Viola Davis won the presidency? That's a whole different story. Thank Put you. Put me in the Oval Office and spread me wide, Viola, because <laughs> I am ready to be your everything. What do you want me to lead? What do you want my initiative to be, Viola? Should it be healthcare? <laughs> What do you think? It should be school lunches, maybe maybe reading. Should I be a read? Should I be the first man of reading? Dude, the fact you know, some people come to this country and they say yes if they don't have a grasp on the language, they will just say yes to everything and smile because they think that's the polite thing to do and blah blah blah. And she seems yes. like that absolutely happened to her. I'm really pumped to get a bunch of messages from the people on that side who are really like know a lot and, and come at me with some backstory about how dumb I am. And this is why she is the way she is. I'm really looking forward to reading those 11 paragraph Instagram messages this week. You know, sometimes that's how I get my information. I say something wrong on here and yes. then people definitely let me know exactly why I was wrong. I've had YouTube clips. We both have. And by the way, you might somebody might send me a really good reason why she does want to be first lady, and it's not gonna con it's not gonna change me away. This is to me, right. it is so fucking funny. And I'll tell you what, if she does not fix this fucking pubic transportation problem that we're having <laughs> in this country, you know, how you said school lunches. That actually reminded me of something in such a weird way. But I was out at Fleet Farm again getting snacks because I love them. And Fleet Farm again is like, uh, it's got a little bit of everything, but they have a snack section that is unmatched, I believe. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's a, lot a kid. Of circus peanuts. Yeah, and, and normal peanuts, which is yeah. strange. So it's funny that you say that because there was a kid out there that had like four sacks of regular peanuts and four sacks of circus peanuts. And so I go, oh, you must be related to Jimmy Carter. Thinking, peanut farmer, blah, blah, blah. Great bit. Great bit. This young kid looks at me. He goes, who's that? And I go, I go, well, he's, uh, he was a president. And he goes, when? And I go, 1976 to 1980. And then he goes, uh, 
well, I wasn't alive then. And I go, okay, but I know who Jesus Christ is. <laughs> and I, I guess what? I know I have gray in my hair, but I wasn't alive fucking 2000 years ago. <laughs> and now we're having this like argument and it ends up, <laughs> it ends up where he goes, yeah, you know, I'm hungry. My parents are at work, so I'm getting this stuff. And I go, if you would know who Jimmy Carter was, maybe they'd deliver a lunch from high school for you. Because he's the person that did that. That's so fucking funny that he brought up school lunches. I forgot all about that story. But I laughed really hard when I said, "Jesus, I know who Jesus Christ is. My nephew and niece, Ethan and Ellie, who are in their early to mid-20s right now, since I was about 24, have been doing this bit where anytime my age comes up, they will say I'm two to three years older than I am. <laughs> so like, I'd be like, I'm 24. And in the background, they go, he's 27. And it used to not bother me. I just thought it was a funny bit, but they've been doing it for 11 years. That's awesome. And and now when I say I'm 35 and they try to convince someone I'm 38, I like, I want to choke them to death. I want to yeah. strangle them and put them in the back of a car for sure. Well, what about um, if it wasn't a it's bit- a good long game. What about if you were 45 years old- but your beard started graying and your hair started graying and then uh, you just looked older because of your lifestyle choices and then people you didn't even know guessed you were 52. How would that make you feel? I would love that. <laughs> Fuck you. Can I tell you, there's something, I don't know why it is, but there's something, because I, regardless of your body dysmorphia and low self-esteem, I think you are a very handsome man. <laughs> Shut your face. But there is something about the Zoom technology yeah. Like when we did that Zoom show, uh, the Zoom best friends show thing, like there were people who commented on your age right. and, and it might be the great, I don't know what it is, but the Zoom and on camera in your specials, you always look great on camera. The Zoom technology is not your friend. Well, that's okay. Normally, normally people, the clearer they get, the worse <laughs> they get. Somehow the clearer you get, the better you get, which also... No one, uh, this is, I, I found the picture the other day, by the way, of the old man in the black hat. Yes. Chad, Chad used to come to my hometown and do a, he used to do a show with me every year. And it was in the place called the Memorial Auditorium. And they had, they had clippings from uh, other shows <laughs> in the past. And we walked down into the dressing room and I was like, Chad, I didn't know you'd performed here before. And it was this old ridiculously overweight man in a black shirt and a cowboy hat <laughs> and i kept that picture and that joke going for not quite as long as ethan and ellie's age bit but but quite a while yeah you sure did i have to go oh actually i don't have to go i know i said it twice i'm coming back in hey buy the mouse war t-shirt we did it we have we it. it it's going to be on middle of somewhere podcast.com it's and it's we both love the design it's it's great. so freaking funny so check it out tell your friends buy a shirt and uh all right third time's a charm i have to go i can't wait to make a pubic transportation shirt hey if you guys like this uh there will be a new episode next monday and every single monday at 8 a.m so click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work <laughs>